T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Here's the 1-1. That Hall swings and drives it deep right field, and that ball is going to go. It's gone. And Derek Hall, all he does is homer. Three hits in the bigs, and they're all long balls. How about that? And the Phillies have a 4-3 to three lead. Uh, good morning, everybody, along with my pal Jody McDonald. I'm Glenn Mack now. It is a Saturday morning on WIP holiday weekend. Jody Mack, uh, before we get into the brilliance that is day recall, you and your family got any big holiday plans? Fireworks, barbecues? What do you got, Jody? Uh, that'd be an 0 for 2, 0 for 3, however far you're down the list you want to go. Right? Uh, oh. No, we're, we're, I'm working for a living. When other people take off, yours truly goes to work. Yeah, you are. You are You are the hardest working man in showbiz. I give you credit for that. So last night, as you hear the call from Scott Fransky, with a little percussion from Larry Anderson, just I love every night that Larry's in there. I love that. <laughs> anyway, Derek Hall, it's his, uh, his third career base hit. Another homer as the Phillies rally from three to oh, down 3-0 and win 5-3. Long ball Hall, Jody. That's the nickname they gave him a double A. Right. Ninth player in the last 60 years with three home runs in his first three games. What do you think? Sold? <sighs> Two things. Number one, uh, he becomes the first player to do it uh, for the Phillies. Three, first three hits, three home runs in the big league since the immortal Ed Sinicki. Oh, are are, are you on top me. of Ed's work? Uh, um, I, I had never heard the name before last night, to be 100% honest with you. No, and you always, you always, when you think somebody like, wow, what a great accomplishment. Uh, was the last guy to do it Ryan Howard? Was it Greg Luzinski? You know, who was it? Del Ennis? It's like, no, who's Sinisky? Ken Sinisky? Ed Sinisky, who, who played for the Phillies back in the 40s and the 50s. And I, I'm being honest. I, I should know this, but I don't. But uh, I looked him up, and I now don't feel so bad about not knowing it because he had all of 20 career major league plate appearances. His appearances? Oh. Appear- that's it. What? He had 20 plate appearances he for didn't... his career spread out over three years. He was up he in 49, yeah. didn't play in 50, came back up in 51. So that was the extent of his career. So I don't feel nearly as bad as not knowing him. So I looked this stuff up, and you know what's I'd never noticed Military? this before. I don't know if that's the case. Um, when you go to baseballreference.com, do you use baseball reference? Oh, all the time. Look up guys? Oh, right. the, the, uh, as late as this morning, as recently as this morning. There you go. You and I both were on it. Uh, they give you not only where he was born, which was in Wallingford, New Jersey, but where he died, which was in Old Bridge, New Jersey, 
and where he's buried in East Brunswick, yes. New Jersey. I had no idea that you could find out where a guy yes. was buried. You, 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 you go pay homage to Ed Sinicki. Holy yeah. mackerel. I could, yes. So, uh, yes. That kind of tells the tale of Derek Hall. Exciting. Oh. Um, <laughs> I hope that this is the beginning of uh, us knowing Derek Hall or Philly fans 40 years from now. Go, oh, shoot, I remember Derek Hall. That it's not just uh, a guy who came and went like the previous Philly who had hit three home runs in his first three games, in his first three uh, hits. Excuse me. Um, I got to give credit to a caller, Mac. Uh, somebody called my show Tuesday night. And said, Jody, what the Phillies need to do is they need to trade Reese Hoskins and call up Derek Hall. And I'm going, you know what Hoskins is. He gets hot. He carries the team. He gets cold. He kills the team. His value is going to be what it's going to be. But how do we know what Derek Hall He's hitting minor league home runs. Well, the guy comes up and proves he can hit major league pitching. And it's only three games. But he has proven he can drive the ball out of the park. And a call is suggested to me Tuesday night here on WIP. I don't know if that's the way it's going to play. But they needed a big bat in the middle of the lineup and for a handful of games. Derek Hall has done a decent job of filling Bryce Harper's shoes. Yes, and I'll respect and I'll appreciate that. Um, because, right, Bryce Harper is hurt. Castellanos still really isn't hitting. They needed some offense. Uh, and yesterday, they you know they, they are now, after winning last night, they're a game and a half behind the Cardinals in a wild card race as we're Really, just about the halfway point. I think they play 78 games, I think the Phillies have played. So, right. really, at the halfway point, but you know, you look where they were a month ago. And last night started was the first of seven games in 10 days versus the Cardinals. How's that for a schedule? Um, they trail them by a game and a half in the wild card. You got to figure they got to go four and three, five and two here, right? Kind of push past that obstacle. Correct. And uh, you look at each of these series individually, but when you're playing a team that is in your proximity for your, the postseason berth that you want, there's added value. Um, they needed, they desperately needed to get that last game of the Brave series because they had already lost the series by losing the first two and give them credit for putting a 14th spot on the board. But yeah, there's added value when you are playing the teams that you know you're going to be in battle with for a playoff spot. I think, and I know we're just reaching the halfway point of the season, as you just pointed out. It's pretty cut and dry. There's going to be four teams uh, battling for those three wild card spots, and the Phillies are the last of that group. They're the ones that are just on the outside looking in. They're going to stay there. I don't think anybody else gets involved. So it's kind of cut and dry as to what uh, they're going to need to accomplish over the second half of the season to make the postseason. And winning last, listen, Jody and I have a lot we're going to talk about today. We have a lot to talk about the 76ers coming up. A couple of good guests as, as the show goes on. But I wanted to start with the Phillies because it struck me as a really good win last night. Because to be honest with you, when I looked at the, uh, the, the batting order for the game going in, right? And you had Matt Veerling playing third base. And you had Bryson Stott in the game. And you have all, all these guys. And then... You looked at Bailey Falter starting against Nicholas. Jody, you could not have gotten me to bet on the Phillies last night no matter what. Falter only goes four innings, but as you tweeted after the game, the Phillies' bullpen, often subject fairly to a lot of criticism, was brilliant. Five innings, two hits. Ten strikeouts, ten strikeouts in five innings out of the pen. Yeah. And the point of my tweet last night is something that I've been 
harping on forever, basically. Certainly going all the way back to Charlie Manuel uh, when it comes to Philadelphia. But th- this conversation will be had in any town with any fan base with their baseball team. When the guy comes out of the pen and has to protect the lead and he doesn't do it, what the hell was the manager thinking? How could he put him into the game? Why didn't he do this, that, or the other thing? And the manager just gets crushed for it. Yeah, the pitcher that gives up the home run gets crushed for it, too. Ask Jerry Esfamilia about that. Ask Corey Knievel about that. They're not getting a pass, but it's the manager's fault as well, if not more so than the pitcher. Well, last night, the five guys come in, absolutely dominate, all do a great job. I'm guessing there was no mention of Rob Thompson. But Rob Thompson is the one who decided to put each and every single one of them into the spot that he did. Sir Anthony, the eighth rather That's than the it. ninth, That's and it. gets the job done in the ninth. Does anybody ever give the manager credit and say, wow, that was strategically smart on the manager's part? Of course not. They get the grief when it doesn't get done and the, the pitcher comes up small. But when it does get done, well, that's of course, that's what he's supposed to do. Like every uh, secondary manager sitting home would have done it the exact same way. And, and let me give people the numbers. 215-592-9494 to reach us and talk about this. Um, and you mentioned Sir Anthony in the 8th. And I thought that was the best movie made because Sir Anthony, I think, is moving into the closer role and I think he's going to be good at that in the second half of the year. But sometimes the smart move by the manager is not just automatically save your closer for the ninth. And in the eighth inning, the Cardinals had Goldschmidt and they had Arenado, who were just two killer. Well, Arenado only hit for the cycle last night <laughs> and completed it there. But And it was a, a, a little bit of a weak cycle. I disagreed with the, the single one. It was a bad yeah, scoring but, decision. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But a home run's a home run and a you know, triple's a triple. Whatever. A weak cycle is still pretty damn good night. Yeah, exactly. Um, but he brings in Sir Anthony in the eighth to face Goldschmidt and Arenado, and I was impressed by that. Again, it could have backfired, but it didn't. It was the smart move. Brand Hand gets him out of the ninth, and uh, it was it was a really fun win. Uh, again, contributions from from Mickey Moniak. I'm not counting on that too much. Matt Veerling, who made a second start at third, made an error. Um, it it was a very unlikely win, and if you're going to get to the postseason, Jody Mack, you need those unlikely wins. 100% correct. And, yeah, Veerling threw the ball, the one that ended up being the debatable play. Yeah. I, I, he almost got it into the stands on a fly. Uh, it was like a throw from right field. His mind just went back to his outfield play, and he absolutely uh, threw one uh, only, I would say, 15 feet above Reese's head at first base, and they gave him a single, which was weak. Uh, but he, I, I'm actually impressed that he plays some decent infield defense. I thought that was such a desperation move that they put him there just because they had roster shortages. He hasn't been terrible. He hasn't been mm. great, but he hasn't <laughs> been terrible either. Uh, but you're right about uh, Moniak. Got his second RBI of the year last night, Glenn. Woo-hoo! That's What's huge. It? Second to, RBI. Yeah, I think he's up to 130 in the batting <laughs> batting average. I know. I know. I know. But hey, you know, a win's a win. Uh, yeah, you have to love it. Um, let's take on a call here. I think this is our old friend Rick from Easton checking in. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, my friend. How are you? All right. How are you? My two uh, favorite uh, talk show hosts. How you doing, Jody Mack? Very good. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you, Rick. Appreciate it. Listen, guys, I don't know what was what's more amazing, that fireworks display last night or the fact that the Phillies were playing like they're having fun against Milwaukee and St. Louis, the two contending teams for a playoff spot. I can't believe I'm saying this. 
with a center fielder playing third base, you just mentioned the batting average. Three starters are hitting below 170. It's incredible. You know, you, you lose a starter. The bullpen shows up maybe once every two or three games. Now they're starting to be more consistent. Ten strikeouts. Unbelievable. You just mentioned that, too. By the way, I didn't realize the St. Louis Cardinals, which is obviously one of the great drafting baseball teams in the history of the game, it's like a Mets game. There's like so many St. Louis fans out there. But, you know, questions I had were, and I would have lost money because the Cardinals were a one, minus 145. I would have bet anything on the Cardinals. I, you know, I'm, I'm just being honest. I would not have bet Bailey Falter against Mikolas in that game. No, no way. No the way. Guys, you know, and also the analytics, you know, would have had Rilla Muto come up late in the inning with a man in scoring position, righty versus lefty, and they let Stubbs hit, and that worked out. But it's just incredible how this team is really playing with, like, they're trying to have fun. God bless them. Who knows what's going to happen? They just don't have enough if they don't get Harper back. Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. And, Jody, you're a big baseball guy, too, and, Glenn, you're amazing. But And I usually don't do this because you know I'm very critical of Philadelphia sports and the way they drafted over the years. But – you know, guys, there's over 100 numbers that you can retire. And I was looking at these numbers, and when I see Matt Veerling wear number 19, and I wear C. Stout wearing number 5, you know, if I told you the Phillies could pick up three players tomorrow that would play 10 years in Philadelphia, would average 30 home runs and 90 RBIs, and both of these players would get us a ring, would it be so terrible to retire Number nineteen for Lazinski and number five for Pat Burrell. I would do not. I would I would not higher number. What are your thoughts? Uh, and thanks for the call, Rick. Um, you and I don't know. We ever talked about this over all the years we worked. I believe that Rollins, Utley, and Howard's numbers should be retired from that team, which is a lot. I'm certainly not going Burrell. Hamels is kind of close, but close not. Um. You grew up in New York, Jody, where the Yankees have retired half the numbers between 1 and 60. What's your thoughts? Yes. Um, I, I don't want to let someone else make this decision for me, but I'm going to use it as a baseline. To me, for me, to get the consideration of your number being retired, you have to be a legitimate Hall of Fame candidate. If you make the Hall of Fame and a good chunk, if not all of your career was spent here in Philadelphia and the team doesn't retire your number, what the heck are they thinking? That's just ridiculous. You've achieved that level of status within the game. Your team should acknowledge you and should retire your number. But you've got to be that kind of close. Pat Burrell is, gonna, is one and done. His name pops up on the Hall of Fame vote, and he's out after a year because he didn't get 5% of the vote. No, he was part of a championship team. No, he's not a retired number candidate. And I know Bill is still part of the Philly family and the barbecue down at the ballpark and everything. No, he's one and done. He shows up on the Hall of Fame ballot, and then he doesn't have a second year. That's the level that you would have to. Now, you pointed out the Yankees. They have those kind of players. Yeah, Paul they, O'Neill's number is retired. Well, they have great players, but they also they retired like Paul O'Neill's number. And I, he, Paul O'Neill's wasn't. He was a really good player, but not special the way you're defining it. Right. And the other thing Paul O'Neill did was uh, he was part of three championships, not one, three championships. Yep. Yeah. And that was a great run. And that's why you're right. If there's a guy you look at the list and go, 
Yeah, maybe not. Paul O'Neill would be that guy for the very reason that you just stated. Uh, but I, I am a really tough, I guess it would be greater as to where you're going to put the line for a guy to get his number retired. Uh, I think you need to hold it to very, very, very high standards. Uh, well, here's the tough call for the Phillies that they, that they decided to retire. Would you have retired Roy Halladay? Yeah, because he's a Hall of Famer. But yeah, and, but again, I don't want to pass Three and a half long, years but... here, two good ones, two and a half good ones. Yeah, I yeah, I think he was here long enough. Okay. All right. Not not a slam dunk like Mike Schmidt, but he's a Hall of Famer who spent an important part of his career here in Philadelphia. Uh yes, I, I, I'm okay with the retiring of uh All right. so I don't believe Rollins, Utley or Howard will make the Hall of Fame. I don't know if you think any of them will. I think Jimmy's got a shot. Okay. I would retire all three of those numbers. I don't want to see somebody else wearing Jimmy Rollins' number or number six or uh, Utley. You you want to see a number twenty six on some utility infielder? I would prefer not, but uh, and and some teams do this from time to time. They will unofficially retire somebody's number. That they won't make it official, but it'll be well known throughout the organization. We don't give this number. Not for spring training. Not when we've got uh, every number being occupied between one and ninety-nine because we got minor league guys coming up. No, this number never sees the field. And then you have a period of time, be it twenty years, twenty-five years, so that guys who are big-time fans of those players maybe are no longer rooting for the Phillies, and we know the reason why they wouldn't be that you may be able to issue it back in. Uh, I, I don't want to see anyone wearing their numbers. Let's put it in my lifetime or your lifetime because we would fall into the group that I'm referring to. Yeah, I think the Eagles, if I am correct, the Eagles never officially retired Randall's. I'm going to football for a second, but just right. I think it's a, a fair comparison. Sure. Eagles have never retired number 12, but I don't think anybody's worn it since Randall. Same exact uh, way to handle it, and football is a whole different conversation because yeah, you got fi- you got a fifty-three man roster as right. compared to a twenty-five, so it makes it more difficult, uh, and you need to be a little bit more judicious about it. But that's how I would handle it. If they retire him, you're not going to hear me say, "What the hell are they think about it?" And no, it's fine; it's their business. Uh, but I I would just put them all in mothballs for me if uh, the Phillies ask me how I'd handle it. Okay, 215-592-9494. We got through this segment without talking about what I thought we'd end up talking about, which is the Sixers made some moves as the draft and free agency took place this last week. We will do that coming up along with Jody McDonald. I'm Glenn Mack now, Saturday morning on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.